Warning! Warning! This episode contains swearing. So, if you don't like words any stronger than... Spanner! Or... Ragamuffin! Then maybe this podcast isn't for you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Behind the Medal podcast. With me, Gary Damer. And me, Dean Smith. How are you doing, Gareth? I'm good, mate. I'm good. So we, we decided to do um, a Christmas episode to round off the year 2020. So here we yeah, are. M- Merry Christmas, sir. Merry Christmas. How are you? I'm all right, yeah. To round off the year 2020, that feels like a lot of responsibilities. But what what hell of a year it's been? Well, if anything, I think this is our perfect year to round off because we, we like we've got no responsibility whatsoever. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. Jules Holland in the, the Millennium when the whole Millennium Bug uh, rumor was going around. It's big New Year's Eve party. That's a responsibility because the whole mm. fucking world could have fucking shut down. But yeah. it's like someone's handed us the responsibility and gone, there you go. You can. Round on this, yeah. This is the amount of trust we've got in you. The only way is up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like us being uh, invited to like a dinner party where you got to bring your own course, and the person before us had served diarrhea, and we're like, "I'm in the money. <laughs> this could be fucking beans on toast." And we're laughing. Uh, that's so our level. Um, so yeah, here we are. Merry Christmas, everyone, listeners. Yeah, um, yeah. To to all, um, I'm sure that everyone is in the same boat as us. Very few events this year, uh, running sporadically for to, for to to not go stir crazy or as part of a government guideline one run a day. Fucking 2020, man! What a strange <laughs> conversation. What a strange, yeah. Do you know what, what I found weird? It feels like it's been such a long year, but then also, like when we were doing, you know, our little group of friends we were doing the quizzes in back yeah. in March. That feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah, yeah. An absolute age ago. But then at the same time, I just think the year's flown by. It's, it's a really weird conundrum. Yeah, it's. I mean, you know when you go on holiday and you feel like you've been there forever, but also it feels like it's gone really quick. That's yeah. holiday time. This is pandemic time where nine months can easily be a weekend. Why is that? Determined. It's very weird, isn't it? No idea. Um, but I'm sure we'll all be uh, glad to see the back of it. Uh to 2020 is because uh, you know just for the, for this podcast there's not been any bloody maras to do uh, well I was did you listening... get any in before any maras yeah no 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 i'm no. not i've not i've done like the bare minimum minimum of running this year minimum minimum i've had a red wine can you tell <laughs> <laughs> we don't normally record this of an evening do we so no, it's, it's, yeah, it's quarter past seven yeah i'm half um, a bottle of red in so the, this conversation might go awry very quickly <laughs> Right, do you only finish work 20 minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck about. 
What do you mean I was thirsty? <laughs> um, I was listening to, um, we're going to give them another shout out, but the Running is Bullshit podcast um, mm-hmm. the other day, I was re- listening to their, they were saying they're doing the last podcast of the year and they, they were saying the same, like the, con- the struggling for content has been real. The struggle has been real for, <laughs> for running podcasts where there's just been nothing going on. Yeah, I remember we tried to, in the middle of the first lockdown, we tried to do a few. I remember it just was, because I was just doing the same five miles every day. And I was like, oh, yes, I saw a dog. Uh, uh, I, I kicked a kid. Like It was just the same yeah. story. <laughs> it's, it's been difficult for podcasting the world around, hasn't it? But onwards to 2021, right? So um, so we, we've got a couple of things early doors booked in, have we? I've, I'm doing two. Are you, have you, are you doing both of those? No, I'm just doing the, uh, the, what is it? The variety one, is it called? Vitality. That's the word. Variety. <laughs> I knew it began with a V and I knew it with a Y. <laughs> so it could have been ver- Verita. The, the Royal Variety Run 2021. That's got uh, a better yeah. ring to it than Vitality. Yeah, it's company and it? it's a big farmer. It's a, they're getting all of your cash by whatever means possible. Yeah, so that's a half marathon in London, isn't it, that we're really? doing? When, when is that? No idea, mate. I don't even know what it's called, clearly. So I don't know where it is. <laughs> and then I'm doing the London... I was going to say Hallmarks, fuck, Landmarks. I've had a red wine as well. We're doing the London, <laughs> the London Landmarks uh, half marathon. So a couple of half marathons to kickstart the year. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, and I got some potential good news this morning as well. Um, what? I got an email from the Gold Coast Marathon saying oh, that shit. the borders in Australia have been eased slightly. So they're going to start planning for the 2021 marathon. Official, wow. Officially, that was like the official email. Um, the entries are going to open in February again, depending on what happens after the new year. You know what I mean? But that was like a, a nice. To be honest, I'm not expecting to go now. I, I think I've resigned myself. It probably may not happen, but it was yeah. a nice little nugget of hope for the new year. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and and very important question: Did they say what date they were planning to do it on? Same date, yeah, exactly the same. Just, yeah, all, the only thing that's changed is is the time for some reason. It starts earlier. Okay. Um, all right. I don't know why, but because um, it made me laugh because I got uh, my auntie and uncle live in in Australia in the Gold Coast where we, where we were going to do the marathon, and I got a card off them, a Christmas card, and uh, it just said "Merry Christmas, Gary." Looks like we won't be seeing you until twenty twenty two. I was like, "Fucking hell, season of goodwill." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Right, palming you off. Yeah, butt kill. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I got that a couple of weeks ago, and I was thinking, oh well, they must know more than we do, obviously living over there. And then I got that email today, so I was like, oh, maybe, maybe there is a little sliver of hope. Nice. Well, yeah, and and my, uh, th- there's there's a whisper on the wind as well that uh, Glastonbury is gonna be going ahead, uh, right. as far as everyone knows. So that's why I asked. So because last year your plan, or this year rather, your plan was to do Glastonbury, then fly out that week, yeah. pretty much over to Australia to do the marathon. So with a bit of luck, um, that'll happen this this coming year for you. Yeah, hopefully, man. You know, that'd be lovely if that can happen. Um, I, I know I said it to you over in a text, and I'm like, this this at the moment, and December's always like um, a slobber, a slobberish, slobbish? What's, slobbish? What's the word? Like a slob? I need more information. Slobber is like drooling. No, like where you just like become fat and lazy and slob then. Slob. Well, December. You, always... you could be a slobbering slob. <laughs> I always let myself go in December. I was going to say, but like particularly now, I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my life. I'm probably the most unfit I've ever been in my life. 
And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna question this, right? You said this, but then I was thinking about it. So you know, be, be, if you go back to episode one of this uh, award-winning podcast, why you talked about having never done a fucking lick of anything, anything in your life? Yeah, you can't when, be heavier than then. Yeah, you can, Kosh can, because when you when that when you're fucking young and sprightly, you don't put on weight as quick as you do when you're a 32 year old man drinking half a bottle of red wine on a fucking Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, fine, but you, you, you know, you're active. I don't know. This it sounds, this sounds like you're putting yourself down for because 2020. Yeah, probably. I mean, pro- there's probably a hint of that, but I just feel like maybe, maybe mentally, I feel like I'm probably, I maybe, maybe I'm not as unfit as I've ever been, but I feel like I am probably purely because I'm heavier than I've ever been before. The two yeah. in my mind have sort of joined the dots. You know what I mean? Um, if someone if someone stuck a gun to your head right and said you've got to run out you've got to get out there and run a 10k in as close to an hour as you could possibly do you would probably do it yeah right? i would yeah i would yeah whereas gary from 2014 wouldn't yeah you're right actually okay yeah you've talked me off the ledge there so how does fuck off sound no yeah you're right there um perspective in it yeah do you know what and that's we've we've always said about this podcast even if no one listens, even if anyone finds this fucking boring as anything, it's always nice for ourselves, isn't it? Just like, just to chew the fat a bit. It's an excuse. Have you, to... have you been reading the reviews again? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, on that note, we are, we've not begged for a while, but if you do listen, give us a review because it does help, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, especially on uh, Apple Podcasts, doesn't it? It, it shoots us up the old uh, chart. Yeah, and it makes us a bit more f- easy to find. So, so that's yeah, that's that's our Christmas wish. So if you could uh, engage with us more on social media, we might uh, reach a few more folks. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's talk about Christmas, right? We spoke about this brief, super briefly before, um, and I'm pretty sure I know your answer anyway. But so running over Christmas and New Year, a lot of people do it. A lot of people take the opportunity, like being off work. Day, you know, for a few days, they'll get up and do a run, yeah. do a run Christmas morning, do a run New Year. Like I know there's a, a rake of Santa dashes across the country and there's a load of um, weirdos around the coast who like jump in the fucking seaside on yeah, New yeah. Year. Um, what's, what are your plans across the, the, the Christmas and New Year period? Genuinely, I am not fit to do anything uh, like two weeks over Christmas because my birthday is like the 3rd of January as well. So that whole period, it consists of just food and booze and and just doing the family thing. So running is so far down the list. Sometimes I will get up and, and feel really like a bit guilty about the damage I've done to my body. So I may go for a little token gesture, but it's never like top of the list at all. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Because, I mean, I remember... I remember... Oh, I'm, I'm going to misremember. About episode six or seven of this, I was talking about people getting up Christmas morning doing um, runs in Santa outfits, and you're like, oh, fuck off. But yeah. then, we said, then we said about the run that happens every Thursday at Glastonbury, and we're going to do that next year. So I just didn't know if your mind had changed from episode six to episode 31. Just No, you, you, know. can, you, can, you can call me many things, but I'm definitely consistent. um so i was gonna ask you i'm gonna i'm gonna throw you a question i i um i don't believe in new year's resolutions because i think you're setting yourself up for fail that's what i think and everyone's so it's like the second or third quite oh did you have a good new year yeah yeah what did you do yeah just watch jules holland have you got any new year's resolutions it's so it's, it's quite a big topic but i think it's bullshit man because Nine times out of ten, 
people will say, oh, I'm, I'm going to cut out dairy, or I'm going to cut out fucking whatever. And then 15th of January, they've caved. And then they're, yeah. so, they're so hard on themselves for caving. So I think they're unrealistic. I don't think we should put ourselves any kind of pressure on ourselves. <laughs> what are you laughing at? It just reminded me of a scene from, I think it's Dodgeball, you know, the, the Vince Vaughn film where he's like, uh, I, I don't have dreams because if you have dreams and set goals for yourself and you don't meet them, <laughs> then you'll just feel like a failure. So I have no dreams and I have to tell you, it feels phenomenal. And it just reminded me of you. <laughs> Honestly, I, I get where he's coming from. I do because I don't know anyone. And if if you're listening out there and if, if this is you, I don't know anyone who's made a New Year's resolution and stuck to it for a year. I right. couldn't name you a single person, and I know a lot of people, but I don't know anyone. <laughs> but maybe if you've done it out there, then you could prove me wrong. So, Go on, you could ask me a question four minutes ago. What was the question? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit! I shouldn't drink and podcast. Um, <laughs> I was gonna. Well, I was, I was gonna ask you what are your aims. We're gonna call them aims, not resolutions. Uh, we're going to call them aims. What are you aiming for in 2021? You, we in know 20... you're doing your half marathons and that, but what do you, what yeah. do you want from the world? Well, 2021 um, has a lot to answer for. Um, and it feels, <laughs> I, I've, I've never really like thought about 12 months in this kind of way before, but it has, it's, it's aching with like potential. Do you know what I mean? If, yeah. if the world can open up again, I'm just like, fuck, yeah. what can we do? So, um, I want to do one big trip, right? I want to do a trip. So like India, um, you know, just fucking cut about there. I, I'm not sh- I'm not sure if that'll be available this year because until vaccines and shit are very much worldwide or whatever it might be. Yeah. So I'm not sure about that. So sort of um, achievable, um, what do you call them? Aims. Aims. Um, I, I would I would love on both of these half marrows to be, to do 145. Uh, or below, which yeah. is very doable. I've done a 145 mar- a half mile a million times, but the last two that I did were uh, over 145. So just to tick that under would be sweet. Yeah. Um, and I've started a new thing, right, which I'm kind of obsessed with. Right. Um, which I think will go really well with uh, running. Uh, it's a it's a thing called bouldering, right? It's um, basically climbing, but without uh, rope or harnesses. Um, it doesn't go that high. But you're, it's basically a load of holds, like in a little hand grips. I'm doing a hand gesture on FaceTime to Gary, which is good at podcasting. But you, know, you know, like the if you see a climbing wall and there's all the coloured um, sort yeah, of holds on yeah, 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 yeah. It's basically that, and it goes up to about, I don't know, I'm looking at my own ceiling here. I think it's about 12, 15 feet high, th- these things. And you sort of s- scale it, as, uh, and it's just really addictive. Um, so what? What's, I, I love it. Is is there like crash mats and that around you in case you do fall or what? What? Yeah, there's like a semi-sprung floor, so which is is not like a dance floor semi-sprung, you know, with the tiny bit of yeah. give. But like, like, if you fell, you'd be all right. It how have you, you fell? Because twelve foot's a long way to fall, isn't it? Imagine that. I fall, but only onto my feet. Like so, like you can, you know, control your fall. Yeah. Uh, I, I I did one this morning where. Um, because there's all kinds of crazy shit, man. It's really, it's really good fun. Where it's like they call it a cave. So you start on, you start sort of parallel to the ground, but upside down, and you have to crawl out of the cave and crawl That's onto the thing. And so there's at one point you have to kind of jump. And I just lost my footing and fell backwards and managed to stay on my feet. Right. But it's not that scary there. But I tell you what, mate, the fucking workout is mad. Yeah, I bet. 
is Matt, because I, I mean, I've, I've got zero upper body strength. I had a bit of upper body strength a few years ago. I, was, I did a rake of tough mudders um, just because they were the, the big thing at the time. And they were doing this thing called season ticket where it was, I think it was a hundred quid where the normal ticket was 80 quid, but a hundred quid you could do any you wanted. So I did a rake um, and I got quite fit then. But normally it's just, I'm just all legs, so <laughs> like a hippo. <laughs> um, but I've been I've been doing this now for a couple of weeks, um, which I'm aware is a very short space of time. But mate, I fucking love it. It's great fun. That is cool. You, know, you sort of me and me mate Tom go, and it, you, you sort of sit on the mats and you look at these runs they, they call them. So you, you've got all of these different coloured holds going up the side of this um, this wall, and you've got to like it's it's a brain puzzle as well. You got to figure out where your feet are going and where your hands are going. And mate, I, I love it. It's it's. It's very addictive. And um, is there like an easy wall and hard wall? Do you know what I mean? Can you pick which one you scale? Yeah, you, there's there's all kinds of stuff. So uh, at each gym, there's because it's it's all indoor at the minute. Um, I then like just get onto Helvellyn and just try and cry. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? That was boring. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I was, it over here. I'm telling you, really solar. <laughs> <laughs> We've got about four minutes of sense left in it, I think. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's different levels of uh, of uh, difficulty, and you know we're very much. Uh, I think we're on the third level now. Like the first level is kids. Yeah. Uh, second level is you know very much novice, um, but it's really good fun, and I, th- I'm, I feel like it'd be a really good um, addition to running because I've been running quite a bit as well. Mm-hmm. It'll be a good addition to to running. So I, I, I don't know. Has anyone bolded? Uh, dear listeners, podcast listeners, has anyone bolded? Uh, does anyone have any recommendation for beginner shoes? Because you got to, you have to rent shoes oh, every you time. Have to buy a clubber and all that. It's not like yeah, you rock up and. Well, you, I guess you could, but you you need proper shoes because it would hurt your little um, plates and meat. So hang you... on a minute, you have to hire shoes. Did you just say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know how I feel about this. Why? Where are other people's shoes? Uh, yeah, but I've got socks on. What do you mean? Why is that annoying you? It's not annoying me. I find it a bit disgusting. What do you do when you go bowling? Ah, uh, good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've done me there do you know what I've never thought about how disgusting that is bowling yeah and just, they just literally put a, like a fucking it's kind of great. what is that it's like asbestos or some shit yeah, yeah. and then when no. you're fingering all the balls and excuse me <laughs> and then oh god this is, I shouldn't have thought this deep into well, it hold on a minute you've got a point there have, have bowling alleys been open during these uh, virus times I would have thought so well, just because of the finger in the balls, you, you imagine just yeah. absolute cesspit, super yeah. spreading. But they probably are anyway. Proper cesspit deep in that hole, isn't it? We well, should stop putting your tongue in there. <laughs> stop, 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 shaggy. <laughs> There's no wonder you're banned from Hollywood Bowl. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, no, I did, I took you off course there, but no, that sounds cool. That's um, I. I they always say, don't they? Something alongside running that's not running yeah. is such good uh, training. And, and that... it was, it, I was really jealous of you a few weeks ago when you were like, "Oh, hot yoga!" Like you were buzzing off hot yoga and that sort of hobby that had just turned into something that you wanted to do. Yeah, um, I was really, I, literally, a couple of weeks ago, my mate said, "Oh, do you fancy coming?" I thought, "Oh yeah, fine, I'll have a little go." Oh, I loved it. That's so I, I've, I've not been as excited about a hobby for a long time. Cool. That is very cool. That's good, mm. man. So that's me going into 2021, do a bit more bouldering, uh, hopefully get a, a bit of traveling under my belt, a bit more work. I've done fuck all acting work. This is the first year that I've not had a, a filmed TV credit. Um, 
in 13 years that I've been doing this shenanigans. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I'll get a few next year. Um, bit of traveling, yeah, and a sub uh, 145 half marathon. I don't think it's too much to ask, Gary. I don't think it is. And even if it was too much to ask, I don't think there's anything wrong with asking in the first fucking place. Exactly. What about you? I point the mirror back at you, sir. Um, By the way, he's sat here in a Santa hat. I, I just wanted to put that in there at that point. Go on. Yeah, well, I'm wearing my Christmas hat. Um, I, my my only aims are genuinely very small, really, just to just to get out and do a bit, just lose a weight. Uh, definitely, that's top of the list, I think, because, like I say, I'm, I'm very not self conscious is the wrong word, but probably aware. Mm-hmm. I'm carrying a little bit of extra weight that I don't like. A bit of the chippy tits. Yeah, a couple of pairs of chippy tits. Um, and just and and it's it's really bland compared to your um, Boulder names, but um, just do a bit more running. I really want to do some more running. I'm still. I don't think, that, I don't think that's bland though, mate. Because let, let's not forget, you've been working with the Royal Mail during their busiest ever year, so you've not had any fucking time, nor headspace, nor strengthen your legs to to do this. So I think give yourself a fucking break for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, I did I did try and do a bit of running, but it was all just a bit too much and I was also very aware that I didn't want it to put me off running, you know what I mean? I didn't want to completely fall out with it. So I've just a little bit I don't know. I was going to say knocked out on the head, but I wouldn't go that far. Um but yeah, 2021 I want to get out and do a bit. Hopefully Australia marathon, who knows. Um I'm still hungry for that sub four marathon. Um, so that's always going to be another aim of mine. Yeah. Um, if not Australia, I would like to run a marathon somewhere else, hopefully Manchester. Mm-hmm. If I can do that, that'd be ace. Um, we've entered the Berlin ballot. Yep. Um, so that'd be another trip potentially. Uh, and that's way in October, isn't it, next year? So Yeah, loads ho- of time. Hopefully all this shit will be a distant memory, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um but yeah, I think that's about it, you know, just lose a bit of weight, concentrate on running and anything's going to be better than this year, isn't it? Yeah, and you are aware as well there that you got really close to sort of declaring your retirement and then actually named like six marathons that you're hoping to do next year. So. Yeah, because it's only because I've, I've <laughs> it's only because I've got this sub four hour marathon. If I'd got the sub four hour marathon, I probably would retire from Maras, but because it's still that box that needs ticking. That's so annoying. That that was that's the the way that your times were going and the way that your strength was going. That was definitely your next one. Hundred percent. Yeah, it would have been Australia. Yeah. Oh no, it would have been Manchester. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was training the quickest I've ever trained. But again, it it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's it had to be done, didn't it? So um, the only thing I can take from it is that I know I'm. um, I've got it in in me. Yeah. From the training that I did. Well, hold on as well. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. So, on the last <laughs> on the last episode of the podcast, we just heard that you'd shelled out a rake of cash on a fucking a pair of headphones. <laughs> so, how why are you invested in shit like that if in your head is maybe just sacking it off? What's the latest? <laughs> part? Well, I sent I sent them head called Mefo or Mifo. Them fucking shit ones anyway with new Bluetooth. Oh, I'm so annoyed by it. I sent them back. They took the fucking thirty quid off me. I got the refund and I was just so pissed off. I was just, I just, I'd rather not have anything back. You know what I mean? I was, I was that fucking stubborn minded. Um, and then I, a lot of listeners gave me some uh, recommendations, which was ace. And I ended up getting some Jabra. They're called Jabra headphones. Jabra, nice. And they are absolutely fucking incredible. Oh mate, I'm so happy that it it worked out. Um, nice. The sounds amazing. 
Um, yeah, they're brilliant. They're very good. And then in the end, after all that, I bought a new watch as well. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the Mifo ones would have worked with my new watch, but I bought a new watch as well. So I've got all the gear now. I've got my headphones. I've got my watch. Um, all ready for twenty twenty one. Nice. It's got, it's got it's got a heart rate monitor on my watch, and I'm fucking obsessive it. Honestly, oh, yeah. yeah. I keep like when I'm doing certain things, I'll have a look at it. Like I'm washing up and go. Oh. What's your lowest resting heart rate? Um, is this good podcast material? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, my average my my rest average resting heart rate over the last seven days is fifty nine. Shit, nice. My sixty five. Oh, on edge, bro. You are, yeah. But I'm in at the minute. Let me tell you what it is at the minute. I don't go back. 78. 78. Mine's 83. But I, when I... <laughs> <laughs> maybe you need to go to the doctor. Well, no, do you know what it is? I, when I, it's going up. Oh, no, it's going back down now. But when I, when I first looked at it, right, it was uh, 69. No jokes, please. But if it's two. But when you, if you clock your heart rate, it tends to go up. Because you suddenly become aware of it and you ah. start. Yeah. Do, you, do you know the other day, right? I um I was in bed. My alarm my alarm goes off at five o'clock in the morning, right? And the night before, I'd been on the tear a bit. I I got a bit carried away and had too much to drink. So I woke up, my alarm went off, and I walked into the bathroom to like splash some water on my face, and I felt terrible. And then the next thing, my watch started like beeping and and buzzing and everything, and I looked at it and it said abnormal heart rate detected so i started shitting myself thinking i was gonna have a fucking heart attack and drop dead do you know what i mean but i think it's because i like i went from asleep to awake to then going oh god i feel rough it must mm. have been really low and then just went up too quick you know what i mean yeah so it freaks me watch out but i was i thought i was gonna drop dead i was like oh no this is it <laughs> i wish i'd have put some boxes on <laughs> let's hope it's not a lady paramedic just yeah. Well, I thought that's what the end of that story was. I thought you'd say that you'd you'd died of a hangover and it was a Christmas miracle that you were around today. I mean, maybe I did, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's 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 my plans for the new year. Uh, with my new watch, my new headphones, get out and smash that sub for anywhere in the fucking world at this point. Well, yeah, absolutely. And, and um, I, I think, like you said before, any any aim, we're not calling it res- resolutions, are we? That wine's kicking in. Resolutions. <laughs> when um, we listen to this back, I think we're both going to go, shit, we were pissed. Yeah, and listen, we, we were talking before about, oh, are we really going to have anything to say? What about the features? We're on 25 minutes already. <laughs> yeah, we, we can talk some shit us by Cara. <laughs> Is it a bird? No. Is it a plane? No. Is it, oh my God, is it Superman? No. It's Hero of the Week. Okay, so um, because it's the Christmas episode, um, we thought we'd do something a little bit different. So we've swapped uh, features, right? Uh, not like an app on your phone, on Snapchat or Instagram, where you literally swap features with another human being. I just want- <laughs> I wonder where you're going with that. <laughs> we've just swapped um podcast features so i'm gonna do her of the week now and gary's gonna throw ginger wisdom at me later on which uh, yeah. i'm already nervous about i shouldn't have had that wine that's why you wanted to record later you bastard oh <laughs> <laughs> um, no hero of the week um this week so we're, we're recording in the middle of december 
um, uh, 2020, obviously. Um, and Hero of the Week picked itself, really. So this is, last last time we recorded, it was a very jovial uh, Hero of the Week. It was a, uh, a guy on a motor scooter pissed off that he couldn't go for Brittany. Um, but this week is much more about what the Hero of the Week is. So the Hero of the Week this week um, is actually a joint one. It's for Kevin Sinfield and Rob Burrow. Um, so for those who don't know who these guys are, uh, these are former Leeds Rhinos rugby players, former teammates. Um, they played in a, the same team um, together for uh, years and years and years. They came up through the ranks at Leeds Rhinos. They won eight Super League titles between 2004 and 2017, one of the most dominant teams uh, of all time, really, especially in the Super League era. Um, but incredibly sadly, um, the scrum half, uh, Rob Burrow, um, formerly Toronto scrum half, Rob Burrow, uh, was diagnosed with motor neuron disease um, in December of last year, so a year ago um, at the minute, uh, which was just two years after ending his playing career. Um, and he captained Leeds across um, the the, uh, the the time that he was there, similar to uh, Kevin Sinfield, and also captain. Um, and uh, Rob is uh, suffering with this horrendous disease he was a warrior on the pitch um you know he, he wore the number seven shirt um and he was just incredible all over the the, the, the park for, for Leeds Rhinos scoring tries leading the side and now he's he's got this horrendous um uh, disease so um Kevin Sinfield his former captain his former teammate decided that he was going to raise some money for the motor neuron disease um association um and he set himself a target of raising £77,777, running seven marathons across seven days, which is what Rob Burrow's number was, number seven. Yeah. Um, did you hear about this, Gary? Have you heard about this in the... I in saw the your retweet on Twitter a, a couple of days ago, but I didn't understand the context. I did, I'd not heard of these lads. I don't follow rugby. I don't follow sports, hmm. so I'd not heard of them. But I saw your retweet, yeah, so I'd seen it off there. Yeah, and the the rugby league community is quite small. Like basically, rugby league is played pretty much just across the M62. I mean, there's a team in uh, France and a team in Spain, and there's a team in London, and very randomly. But it's mainly Hull across to sort of St Helens, basically. So it's a very small community, and the whole rugby league community has just come out to support these these two guys. I mean, uh, Leeds fans call Kevin Sinfield Sir Kev. Um, just because he's just incredible. So that was his target, 77,777 marathons. No, not, not marathons. Uh, <laughs> 77,777 pounds when he ran seven marathons across seven days, um, which is a hell of an undertaking. Yeah, uh, you know, It's over 180 miles in, in seven days. Um, but he, he, he completed it uh, in ridiculous times as well. He didn't get – his marathon times were never over three hours, 48 minutes. Like For the whole seven? Every single one, like he got as far wow. down as um, as uh, three twenty five, and he got you know it was back up towards three forty eight. But it's just incredible. Yeah, we we've touched on this before, and I'm not I'm not going to sell the story because it's a beautiful story. But people who do these marathons, like seven marathons over seven days, etc., whatever, but then take ten hours to do it. In. It's yeah, not, it's not. Do you know what I mean? I I never feel it's quite the same feat. Well, we spoke about that before with like the comment release stuff, like you say, where they take all day to do it. But yeah. that's a competitive time every day. That's incredible. Days. Over seven days. Um, obviously, as a rugby league player, you're going to be fit, but that is another level of fit. And you're going to be quite big as well. So hefty yeah, that man. around for three hours, four is some going, isn't it? He's, he's covered in muscle, Kevin Sinfield. Like he's a big fellow. Like, he's, you know, he's, he's 
stayed very fit. He's one of the coaches now at Leeds Rhino, so you know he's he's still fit, but he's he's covered in muscle. So, the, but yeah, the, the you know the the aim was this you know lovely number seventy seven thousand seven hundred seventy seven. Um, as of right at this moment in time, it's currently over two point five million pounds <gasps> raised. Wow, for- I didn't think it was going to be that much. Yeah, man. I mean, it just it's 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 taken the the sort of the imagination of the sporting world. Wow. Like I say, you know, Rob Burrow was an absolute warrior. Like you, you couldn't have found him. He's he's only a tiny little dude, um, but he was he was incredible. And this disease is absolutely tear, absolutely torn through him. He can't speak now. You know, he's in a wheelchair, um, and he's there supported by his his wife and kids and his mum and dad. Um, and it's just it's horrible to see this man, you know, this mountain of a man just reduced by this horrendous disease. So you know, Kevin Sinfield has gone out and done a a, a brilliant thing. Well, when, when he, he's when you, when you said there, like, it, it, did he get diagnosed last year? Uh, yeah. That I looking at him from that video you retweeted, I'm, it's hard to believe it's it, it's affected him that much in a year. That's that's so sad. Fuck me. And and you know, three years ago, um, he was at the top of his game. He captained Leeds to a record extended eighth Super League Grand Final win, and then three years later, he's struggling for life basically you know, he's, yeah it's, he's, it's, he's really, it's so sad that, isn't it? it's Fuck horrendous me. kev said um rob's been a champion and a real inspiration to see him the other day was emotion for all of us uh you know what he means to the leeds rhinos and all that team who played together my wife asked me if someone offered to double it the money raised he means would you do it again and in an instant i said yeah absolutely I'm busted and broken now, but it's what mates do. They look after each other. It's what mates do. Fuck me. He's, he's very right, isn't he? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And then Rob Burrow as well um, said, Kev from day one has always been a role model for me and someone who I hold in the highest regard. And he said then, that I hope you know I do the same for you. It means everything to me. It's just oh. a wonderful... Um, it's, it's a wonderful story out of something so horrendously sad. Um and so this week's heroes of the week, Kevin Sinfield and Rob Burrow, keep fighting the fight, Roberts. Um, and can, and we, yeah. can, we, can we put the link to donate in the podcast as well? Because that's amazing. Yeah, man. When we do it, yeah, we'll stick some some stuff out, and uh, I'll I'll uh, put a link to the little video, the little story that goes around that's going around about Rob Burrow's thing. Because um, it's uh, it's incredibly sad. Um, but what Kevin Sinfield has done, running his yeah, marathons, is. It's fabulous. Very well deserved heroes of the week. Yeah. Day of Christmas, my running gave to me a fart lek on a steep hill. On the second day of Christmas, my running gave to me two bleeding nipples and a fart lek on a steep hill. On the third day of Christmas, my running gave to me three rubbish t-shirts, two bleeding nipples and a fart lek on a steep hill. On the fourth day of Christmas, my running gave to me Four running wankers, three rubbish t-shirts, two bleeding nipples and a fat leg on a steep hill. On the fifth day of Christmas, my running gave to me five risky farts. Four running wankers, three rubbish t-shirts, two bleeding nipples and a fat leg on a steep hill. On the sixth day of Christmas, my running gave to me 
six painful blisters, five risky farts, four gaudy blankets, three rubbish t-shirts, two bleeding nipples, and a fat wreck on a steep hill. On the seventh day of Christmas, my running gave to me seven cheap medals, six painful blisters, five risky farts. Four running monkeys, three rubbish t-shirts, two bleeding nipples, and a fat leg on a steep hill. On the eighth day of Christmas, my running gave to me eight shin splints, seven cheap medals, six painful blisters, five risky farts. Four running monkeys, three rubbish t-shirts, two bleeding nipples, and a fat leg on a steep hill. Day of Christmas, my running gave to me nine thighs are chafing, eight shin splints, seven cheap medals, six painful blisters, five risky farts, four running wankers, three rubbish t-shirts, two bleeding nipples, and a fat leg on a steep hill. On the tenth day of Christmas, my running gave to me. Ten black toenails, nine thighs are chafing, eight shin splints, seven cheap medals, six painful blisters, five risky farts. Four running wankers, three rubbish t-shirts, two bleeding nipples, and a fat leg on a steep hill. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my running gave to me eleven pasta parties, ten black toenails, nine thighs are chafing, eight shin splints, seven cheap medals, six painful blisters, five risky farts. Four running wankers, three rubbish t-shirts, two bleeding nipples, and a fat leg on a steep hill. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my running gave to me. 12 dear events, 11 pasta parties, 10 black toenails, 9 thighs are chafing, 8 shin splints, 7 cheap medals, 6 painful blisters, 5 risky farts. 4 running wankers, 3 rubbish t-shirts, 2 bleeding nipples, and a fat left on a steep So now it's time for... Ginger Wisdom! Ginger Wisdom. So Dean, this is the moment I've been waiting for anyway. Um, I'm going to take over Ginger Wisdom. Um, I've got two inspirational quotes for you. I'm going to... What are you laughing at? I just... I feel like these are going to be made up or you're going to have asked random people in the street just to say words, just to try and trip me up. No, these these are genuine inspirational quotes. I'm going to throw them at you and see what, how they make you feel, see how you interpret them. Because I think you're sitting there all fucking high and mighty where you say a quote, you've had three days to study it, and then you throw it at me when I've been tired, working a fucking 13-hour shift, and then you laugh your bollocks off because I don't understand it. So, <laughs> my friend, the table has turned, right? Okay. But these are, these are genuine inspirational quotes. Okay, I'm nervous now. Officially I'm nervous. I'm going to take a, a little swig of wine. Ceremonial swig. Okay, quote quote number one. See what you think. (laughs) Have you noticed I've been studying your delivery? I've been nicking all your mannerisms for the building. (laughs) Okay, here we go. If you do not know where to go, 
all the ways will lead there. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> if you do not know where to go, all the ways will lead there. Nice. I was going to say, if you if you have copied my thing, then it's twice. So yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, obviously. If you do not know the way to go... No, then... see, it's harder than you looks, isn't it? If you do not know where to go... Right. All the ways will lead there. That's not how... I was just trying to repeat it back to you. Yeah, but you said it wrong. And okay, that, so... when I say it wrong, you go, oh, listeners, he's a fucking... <laughs> thick brain. <laughs> um, yeah, I like you... that one. When you're not looking at it, it's hard. All right, well, what do you take from it then? If you do not what? know where to go, all the ways will lead there. What does that mean to you? What do you What do you think that is? What that, what that means to you is that life is a journey that is very specific to you. If you try and preempt it too much and copy other people's paths or have a preconceived idea of how to get from A to B, then you're going to fail because you have to experience the the journey. And anyway, you, you know... Um, let's say running for, for example, you might, you know, the way that you got around it was you went, um, and you did a park run and you did a load of five K's and then you built that up and you, then we went to Preston and did a half marathon and then we built up and I built up again and you're still on your way to getting that sub four. Um, whereas some people, you know, train the nuts off, never do a damn race in their life, uh, do the London marathon and get a three fifteen. you know, you know, you, there's, there are many ways to the end goal is what yeah. I get. Yeah, I mean it's good, but I think I think what it's what it's getting. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm not. Listen, what you 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 know you, you're right. You, you you sort of right, but what what I, what I think you're missing there is it's <laughs> you look dead annoyed. It's great. <laughs> it's saying if you do not know where to go, all the ways will lead there. So I I sort of take it as this whole concept of organized chaos. Like you may not have a plan, or it may not be the plan that you think you have. You know. So when I started the 5K running, the, my plan may have been to do the 25-minute 5K or whatever and then retire. That could have been my concrete plan at the time. Little did I know, five years down the line, that I'd be doing marathons and, and Ironman triathlons. So that's, that's what I take from that. I think it's more about the organized chaos of it more rather than you know a set plan. Cool. Yeah, um, I agree. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to know where i got that from i was going to ask organized chaos is not something that i've ever heard you say before so where's that come from <laughs> that's uh obvious nonsense quotes.com <laughs> <laughs> oh god i've been had yeah. i've been had this you know, what's annoying me more about that is that you genuinely managed to transcribe it into something that meant something half decent which did annoy me a little bit even though you stumble I, I, i'm the king of bullshit i can i can tell you anything you like I, I can spin it out for as long as you want right i've got one more for you this is a good okay. one the first one was a joke it was just a test but this one's a good one okay because yeah go on anyway uh <laughs> <Organized chaos. laughs> right, here we go obstacles do not exist to be surrendered to but only to be broken Ooh. <laughs> obstacles do not exist to be surrendered to but only to be broken what do you think of that that's that i like that that's something that we had touched on before similar to that we touched on before which is the kind of the what doesn't kill you makes you stronger so if you come up against an obstacle so like with running if you get a little injury um 
I saw in the last year I tore my calf muscle. So that that me tearing my calf muscle didn't mean that I, the obstacle didn't mean that it stopped me. Um, I just learned to stretch more and to try and build up that muscle in a different uh, way so that I could move forward and get quicker and get stronger. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, am I in the right areas? I think you're exactly, I think you've nailed it there. I think you're, you, you're obviously a big fan of this quote. Where's it from? <laughs> oh God. Oh no. Do you, do you know who said that Dean? Oh, it's fucking Gary Glitter or something, wasn't it? Adolf Hitler. Oh, gee. <laughs> You're obviously a big uh, Adolf Hitler fan. And listen, oh. horses for courses. So, you know, if that's what you're into, Dean, who am I to say that's absolutely very insensitive of you? And... <laughs> I was just gonna make a. I was just gonna make a claim. I was like, "This isn't. This isn't as uh, as funny as when I'm trying to trip you up." But there, there we go. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Dean Smith is a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell! Um, just in the interest of balance, I'd like to say that I'm not a Nazi. Uh, <laughs> I would, I once, I once said to a, <laughs> I was once teaching a um a class right um I, I teach actors for those of you who uh who don't know and I said to this to this guy I said, oh you know it, it, this this guy was really struggling to play a part because he uh, was, he was sexually assaulting this woman and I said I said I understand what you're saying I said but you're gonna have to try and do it. I said if I asked you. Um, then you know you would ideally be able to play Hitler, and then someone behind me said, "Yeah, easy." And I went, "What?" And turned around, and this guy went, "Yeah, like dogs." And that was it. That's the only reason that he was like, <laughs> "You could play Hitler." So, um, so there we go. Um, well, yeah, I think that uh, was a successful addition of to wisdom. I'm very happy. With I that. do. It worked I mean, out you, exactly how I wanted it to. You've you've deliberately. Uh, sort of trip me up twice, but I, I I don't mind it. Yeah, it was bound to happen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck! It, would it have been better or worse if it was Gary Glitter? Better. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, um, thanks for listening. Uh, this was. Uh, <laughs> you sounded very pissed. <laughs> I have got to the end of the, the glass. What did I? Why? What did I say? It's just what you said. Listening, you sounded really. Leave it in because you'll hear it when you listen back. Listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, th- thanks for being here with us today. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Um, and uh, we, ho- we hope you have a very Merry Christmas from us at the Behind the Metal podcast. Whatever tier you're in, uh, whatever tier you're in, well, however, however many uh, people you invite into your bubble this Christmas, don't say spoke bubble, Gary. <laughs> um, we hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Have you got any messages for dear listener, Gareth? Yeah, listen, Merry Christmas, everyone. And uh, I hope you have a good one, whatever you're doing. And uh, let's all look after each other. And uh, even whether you, like you say, if you're in the bubble or if you're not, Let's, um, yeah, let's look after each other. Great. Yeah. Very, very well said. Um, yeah, we'll see you in the new year, uh, hopefully with more tales of running and more uh, events to talk about. Uh, but for now, it's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me.
I'm a better. <laughs> nice.